Jazz Shapers with Elliot Moss on Jazz FM. Listening colour. In partnership with Mishkondorea, named Law Firm of the Year at the Legal Business Awards and the Lawyer Awards 2017. That was the average white band with Pick Up The Pieces. Good morning, this is Jazz Shapers here on Jazz FM. I'm Elliot Moss. Thank you very much for joining me for our Saturday morning slot. Jazz Shapers is the place where you can hear the very best of the people shaping the world of jazz, blues and soul. And right alongside them, we bring someone who's shaping the world of business, and we call them business shapers. I'm really pleased to say my business shaper today is Howard Harrison. And Howard is the CEO and co-founder of Nomo. And Nomo make really gorgeous things. They make bags and accessories which aid you in your life as you live it and we're going to be hearing lots from Howard and how he set up his business back in London in 2004. In addition to hearing from him you'll be hearing from our programme partners at Mishkondorea some words of advice for your burgeoning business and then we've got some brilliant music from the shapers of jazz, blues and soul. We've got Nina Simone, Kamasi Washington and this from the one and only Mr Miles Davis. That was mystery from Miles Davis. You're listening to Jazz Shapers, as I said, and Howard Harrison today is my business shaper. He's here in the hot seat. Howard's the CEO and co-founder of Nomo, K-N-O-M-O. Of course, I would have thought it was Konomo. I mean, if I was a child, Howard, I would have gone, is it Konomo then? You wouldn't be alone. There's many people who've used that. I guess. It's really nice to meet you. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me on. It's great to be here. Tell me... um, you set up this business in 2004, but you have been doing a lot of things before that, and I, and I will we'll come to the business, but uh, tell me a little bit about your background and how you arrived at deciding to set your own business up. So I'm a, I was a lawyer by training. I'm from South Africa. I grew up, grew up in South Africa. I, did a, I trained as a, and worked as a, as a lawyer and came, moved to London in 97, where I became a banker. I was kind of, I guess, did a reincarnation where I saw there was maybe bank it was easier for me as a South African to to work as a banker I then I worked in London and Switzerland and and New York I then did an did an MBA and and worked in FMCG so I went through many things many kind of corporate things and 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 I guess was dissatisfied in a, in a corporate life and and quite frustrated at the end of it and so and that what that's what gave me the inspiration to start Nomo when you did your, I mean, I have two or at least two schools of thought on the world of entrepreneurialism. There's yeah. one which says you don't need to go to school or university, just get on with it. And I've had plenty of people on the program like that. And there's others at your end of the spectrum who are super uh, educated in the, in the in the traditional sense. And they, as you said, you're a lawyer, then you've become a banker. The MBA at INSEAD is not just any old course. That's one of the best courses in the world. Do you feel you learnt all the things you hope to learn by trying all these different worlds out? Has it equipped you to be better at what you do now? (laughs) 
Well, I like to tell myself that, that all those years that I invested were, were well spent. I, I'm not sure that's the case. I think anyone can be an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur is about an attitude. Actually, I'm not sure. Actually, maybe I should take that back. I'm not sure anyone can be because I think some people crave stability and 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 don't like taking risk in their life. I think naturally I, that was my mindset. So potentially if I did it right from the outset, I I would have been quicker at doing it. And But I th- there's no doubt that being a lawyer and being a banker, you learn many things that are useful in a business later down the line. And then there's the transition, which for me, which I find interesting. So you go from that, is you, you're quite right, most people that don't become entrepreneurs don't want the instability, don't want yeah. the roller coaster. Help me understand. So you're, you've done all these things, and then the, is there an, a moment, an epiphany where you say, you know what, I can't do this anymore. I need my own box. I need my own train set, as it were. And if there was that moment, how then did it spin into a Nomo? How did Nomo arrive in your head? So the I think right from my early career, I always knew I wanted my own company. So it was, there was always a kind of a seed in the back back of my mind that I wanted to do it. And and I and and I constantly would come home at the end of the day and, and chat with my wife and say that I'm just not happy. I'm not enjoying what I'm doing. So there was always this. We were looking at different different ideas. We would brainstorm ideas as as what what we would do. The idea for Nomo came about when I was traveling. I was I was in an airport and I was I just observing the number of people walking through the security taking a laptop out. And and you got to remember this was two thousand and four. So desktops were still outselling laptops. So most people were still very stationary and weren't weren't moving around. And it just became and I, and I noticed everyone carrying these ugly black black bags and. And I kind of thought, and, and at the same time, I'd started a, a new job in, um, actually in Rygate in Surrey, and, and my wife had started a new job in the same month. And we'd both been given these ugly black bags almost at a similar time. And we came back and said we were given this bag, but we would never use it. And so it seemed very wasteful that you were given something that you would never use at all. And and we th- we'd thought, and I often, businesses start with an itch where you have a personal need and you think, I can do something better. So, so. There was always a, a search for, for what could we do, and then we saw an opportunity that we didn't think was being served. Stay with me to find out more about how the personal itch has been scratched, and we are sitting here 13 years later um, with Howard Harrison, one of the co-founders of a lovely business called Nomo. Time for some more music. This is Spanish Harlem from Aretha Franklin. <laughs> That was Spanish Harlem from Aretha Franklin. Howard Harrison is my business shaper, CEO and co-founder of Nomo, who they make and they make bags and they make accessories. And it started in in the corner of an eye once upon a time back in two thousand and probably two thousand two thousand three, I imagine. Yeah, the idea probably started two thousand three. Yeah, when we got all the ideas together, we started the business at the end of two thousand and four. So he, here you are. I'm taking you back. Then you, you've discussed this with your wife, and I think we've all done that at some point. With you know your other half, you said, "What can we do? Is it going to be frozen ice cream? Is it going to be something?" <laughs> you know, you found it from a from a, from a place which was a, an authentic place. Yes. What are the first few steps? And obviously, in Seattle, I imagine the back of your mind helps. You're a lawyer, so you can structure stuff. You you understand money because you worked in banking. These I'm now ticking all these boxes, making you feel good. But but seriously, what is that? What are then the first two or three steps that you take to go? We're going to do this. So in in our case, it was. 
we needed a product and so it was, it was a very product focused business and so we had to go and go out and find a designer and and the idea was so we had a kind of a brief it wasn't a formal design brief but we we wanted to create a bag that you could use 24 7 so you'd happily take on holiday but had all the functional attributes so that 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 matched those ugly black things that were being issued and, and were commoditized products and so we we found a local designer who created some product for us um, and the product looked ugly. It looked you couldn't flog it for for a tenner at, at a flea market. It really looked. So we spent probably a year trying to get the product right, and it was it was a painful process because as as you say, I'm a lawyer and a banker, and I while I have I think a pretty good eye for what what looks good and what and what function needs to work, I think to try and create it myself was quite challenging. So it, it took that was the first step. Um, and then afterwards was finding manufacturers and trying to get it made at the at a price that we thought we could retail. Um, and did you know where to start in terms of you so you know to go and find a manufacturer? It often strikes me as a a, a big thing to undertake. You know, because I I haven't made stuff. I haven't had to go and commission a design in a factory or wherever it is in the world. I mean, how did you know where to start? And and now it would be much easier. I mean, there's Kickstarter starting all the time, and online you could go online and find a manufacturer. Two thousand and four, without sounding old. There wasn't that that endless resource, and anyone you were seeing online wasn't worth their weight and gold. You wouldn't want to speak to them anyway. So it was was through networking. I went back and I found other big luggage companies. I got introduced to some manufacturers, and and we probably went through five, at least five, before we found one that was appropriate and was willing to do the MOQs, the, the minimum orders that we needed. Because as a small business, that's one of the challenges: is most of them want to run big production runs, which you can't afford to fund. So you get the stuff, the thing kicked off, the business is now going. At what point did you realise that you might have had a winner? At what point did you say, do you know what, this is, this is going to work? And I don't mean just with the first product, but I mean the business in general. Was there again a moment or was it more gradual than that and more iterative? So there's been, I mean, there's always been these good moments in, in the journey where you all of a sudden get into significant retailers or you have huge um, huge months where you think wow all of a sudden the business is going to a new level I think it's always been it's always been a slow burn because the channel didn't exist for our product we were a premium functional product and if you go into a department store it wasn't clear where you would find our product it wasn't um, whereas online worked right from the outgo we we had a really strong business. We sold to more than a hundred countries online, and people love the product. So online was always a build, and we've grown every year online right from the beginning. Uh, in retail, we got into Apple, which got us access around probably into forty countries around the world. We got into some other major department stores, which were were brilliant. But there wasn't one day that all of a sudden it came came to fruition. I don't think. It wasn't like the Wizard of Oz. It wasn't. I wish it was. You know, it, it, sometimes I do turn. I was just <laughs> I was waiting for the dream sequence to kick in, but it didn't. Stay with me for more from Howard Harrison, my business shaper, CEO and co-founder of Nomo. Um, latest travel in a couple of minutes. And before that, some words of wisdom from our program partners at Mishkondorea for your business. Hello, my name's Saul Sender, and I'm a partner in the corporate department at Mishkondorea. The choices that small growing companies face when raising money are very similar to the choices that large international companies face when they're raising money in in the city or, or on the international capital markets. Essentially, there's a decision to be made between raising debt finance or equity finance. Debt finance is as simple as a loan. It suits you best if you have regular cash flow because the obligation to repay is fixed and you need the, the money to repay it back on a periodic basis. 
equity can be much more flexible, but on the downside to the business owner, you're giving away ownership of the company. You may be giving away future profits, you may be giving away future proceeds of a sale, or if you sell uh, more than 25 or 50% of the company, you may be losing control in due course. So business owners who are looking to grow need to weigh up the pros and cons of how to raise money. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. You're listening to Jazz Shapers with me, Elliot Moss. Every Saturday I meet someone who's shaping the world of business. And if you haven't caught me every Saturday for the last five years, well, that's okay, because you can go into iTunes, put in the words Jazz and Shapers, and listen to a whole host of those brilliant guests there. Alternatively, you can catch us on citym.com. There's lots in there too. Howard Harrison's my business shaper today. He's the CEO and co-founder of Nomo. They make lovely bags and accessories. And if you were listening earlier, you will find out that he is um, very well distributed across the world um, with really brilliant partners. I mean, that's, you know, how Apple is it's about as good as it gets in the world that you're in. Um, and I believe you're also in Harrods. I think you're, well, you were in Harrods, is that right? So we're in Harrods, we're in Selfridges, we're in, we're in department stores across, across the world. Do, um, do you still kind of pinch yourself that, that this idea that you had back then, 13 years ago, has become a real thing and that people can see it and that you see people using your products? No, not really. I think you you keep your expectations keep on moving with with you. So it's not as if you. I think it's just business. So you get up in the morning and you have good days and bad days. And we're very happy with where the brand is going. We're excited with, and I think we've just only begun the journey. I mean, we're thirteen years in, but it really feels like now the business is getting getting real traction. So we're very ambitious as to where it'll get to. But no, I don't think we. We don't don't believe we've made it yet. And I I guess that is reflecting the fact that you're fundraising, or you have been in the last couple of years. I mean, the sense that you want an injection of capital, that you want new investors. Tell me a little bit about the thinking behind that, and what that, what you're going to do with the money. So we we did we fundraised last year. We 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 raised some private equity um, investment, and and the basis of that is we wanted to go into retail, and we wanted to increase, and we also we had a, a U.S. joint venture which we wanted to own completely. And so we bought out our, our U.S. partners and have 100% owned joint, 100 owned subsidiary in the U.S. Um, and then from a retail perspective, we're a month away from opening our first standalone store in Covent Garden in Seven Dials, actually. So that's going to that'll start in August this year. Does it worry you that there's an un, you know that the sense economically is is slightly. Um, Hard to define. I mean, you know, there's a, we're living in strange times. Or as I say, you know what? I got a great product. That's going to be a great location for me, and it's all guns blazing. Yeah, yeah. I see huge opportunity. The world is changing. There's no doubt about that. But I, I think it kind of plays into to what Noma is all about. Noma is about being entrepreneurial within your within your own time and finding ways to. To find a living, and I think we found in 2008 many people left corporate lifestyles and either became freelancers or took on multiple jobs and and found their own personal freedom. And Nomo is about that. So I, I see this this whole change, economic change, is really being a catalyst for, for what will help us drive the brand. I love the meaning of the of the of the name comes from knowledge and mobility put together, and then your mission statement and average life isn't for us. I, uh, these mission statements are often gobbledygook. I mean, there's a great uh, column in the FT with Lucy Calloway, which talks talks all about the, the, the rubbish that businesses spout. That sounds quite a normal, nice statement to me. Where did that come from? And how early on did you decide you needed the mission statement? In, I don't know if we strictly define it as a mission statement. We we also talk about live free. And the so the, 
the genuine authentic mission from the business right from the word go is that we felt that the idea of of working a nine to five in a cubicle was the most uninspirational way you could lead your life and so if you could engineer either through a corporate or through an entrepreneurial venture if you could lead a life that is much more free and flexible um, I think you'll be a happier person at, at the end of the day and so for us the the aspiration is to become a brand that's about adventure but adventure in an everyday life if that makes sense so it's it's out of I think Groundhog Day is a, is a movie that always sticks with me as someone and I kind of I, I like to think us as being the country of Groundhog Day where you where you're stuck in this kind of time warp where you repeat the same thing every day that sounds like um, a good way of living stay with me for more from Howard Harrison my business shaper it's time for some more music right now this is Kamasi Washington with Cherokee and it's featuring Patrice Quinn That was Cherokee from Kamasi, Washington. I'm with Howard Harrison, and we've been talking about his business called Nomo and talking about freedom and mission statements. And um, it feels like actually yours makes sense in the, in the context of what you're trying to do. You seem incredibly calm and measured. Tell me about passion for you and where that fits, because I imagine that to be able to deliver and to innovate and to expand, you, you have to really want it. Do you want it every day? There's no way you can be successful as an entrepreneur without wanting it. Um, my my exterior may be calm, but I'm I'm incredibly, I guess, deliberate in everything I do. This is a it's a tough category. It's a quite a competitive business we're in in terms of the category we're in. We're trying to do something completely different, which means you have to be doing it that much harder than people that are doing the the conventional thing. Um, yeah, I think I've never met an entrepreneur who doesn't want it and doesn't isn't incredibly ambitious with where they're going you, you talked about you know doing you said something just then about you know when you do it you, you do it properly and there's this focus i know that you, you you do a lot of exercise as well and again some people i've met over the years very successful people have been super disciplined super disciplined do you think that's just the type of person that does well that that has that ability to be that disciplined whether it's work whether it's play whether it's whatever it might be I think if you if you're a lazy person, generally being an entrepreneur is probably not going to work. And I guess with I've done many ultra marathons or kind of long sporting events, which take a lot of discipline too, and take a lot of preparation. and And that's what business is about is about preparation and and putting in the hours. Stay with me for much more from Howard Harrison, my business shaper, uh, CEO and co-founder of Nomo. Uh, we'll be having our final chat with him. Plus, we'll be playing uh, a lovely track from Nina Simone. And that's after the latest traffic and travel here on Jazz FM. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mishkondorea. Named Law Firm of the Year at the Legal Business Awards and the Lawyer Awards 2017. me leave me let me be lonely you won't believe me but i love you only i'd rather be lonely than happy with somebody else you might find the night time the right time for kissing night time is my time for just reminiscing regretting instead of forgetting with somebody else 
Love Me or Leave Me from Nina Simone, um, one of our, our brilliant jazz shapers. Howard Harrison is my business shaper today and just for a few more minutes. He's the CEO and co-founder of Nomo. Um, if you don't know their stuff, check it out. Go to nomobags.com. I think that's right, isn't it? I, or um, nomo.com, yeah. Or nomo.com. Um, the stuff you make is, is both functional and interesting to look at i mean it's aesthetically pleasing the lines are right I mean, i'm no designer but i i buy stuff and i like stuff that, that works for me on on both those levels and you talked you talked earlier about the ambition for the business and you talked about the funding how is it just about more stuff is it about cleverer designs is it about more countries what do you mean when you say there's ambition for the business so our ambition is to become a a, a global business and a globally known and loved brand so at the moment we're a we're a business that's building awareness and probably better known locally. We're in the U.S. is a huge market for us, and we we're going to grow our both our retail and wholesale business as well as our online business. So we're a multi-channel business. We sell through many many different doors. We've got some really good retail partners, but we're a small brand for them, and so the the business will grow as the category grows. Um, and, and in all of this, um, we haven't mentioned the money. I'm not, not interested in revenue necessarily. Obviously, the business has grown. I believe you've got around 50 people that, that work for you. Is the money important, Howard, as you look at this? Is, the, is it about being world leaders and having a valuation of X and you become a wealthy guy and all that stuff? No, not not to me. I used to think it was. I, I don't believe it is anymore. I think for me, it's this this personal mission to create a business that's got that's got staying power and that'll be around a long time. So it's and it's. I don't think about legacy, but I, for for us, the team we've got a brilliant team at Nomo, and and everyone. The ambition that we have is is less about a revenue number or a profit number, and more about creating a a long lasting brand that people will buy into and love and and see real value in what we're doing. And it sounds like um, there are obviously good and bad days, but when there's, where where does the depth of happiness come from? When are you when are you actually in flow, as it were? If we were talking about a swimming analogy for a moment, when is it that you're not conscious you're doing stuff, but you're it is just working really well? So when when people when you see people using the product and and liking the product, we've got a really good. Um, a very positive review rating people love once they buy into the brand we we get lots of repeat purchase and for us that's what's that's the mark of success when you see really happy customers who come in and say what you guys are doing is is different and is is special and and then for us it feels like what we set out to do at the beginning we're starting to to achieve some of those goals Good luck with the opening of the new store. Thank you. Um, uh, Continue to be calm on the outside, but obviously furious and and stressed and whatever else is going on on the inside. You hide it really well, by the way, but people have probably told you that before. After a coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, thanks very much for spending some time with you. Just before I let you go, what's your song choice and why have you chosen it? So I I love live jazz. Last year at Ronnie Scott's, we saw Joe Stolgo. And if you've got a, a track from him, it would be great to hear that. I'm sure we have got a track for him, and we'll be playing that in just a moment. Thank you so much. Thank you, Elliot. Cheers. Hit or miss is when I sing In the time it takes to bling Stick or twist, stand or fall Keep my eyes glued to the ball I know your game, I've seen your sword before 
That was Joe Stilgo, the artist of choice from my business shaper today, Howard Harrison. Someone who had a personal itch to fix a problem that he saw when he was walking through an airport and someone who actually then went and did something about it. Someone who's created a new category. Very, very inventive world of bags and of accessories that are beautiful but also functional. And someone who has maintained at least a calm exterior and a super disciplined underpin. Uh, And I think that's been a really big reason why he and his business have succeeded. Do join me again, same time, same place. That's next Saturday, 9am for another edition of Jazz Shapers. Meanwhile, stay with us because coming up next, it's Nigel Williams. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mishkondorea. Named Law Firm of the Year at the Legal Business Awards and the Lawyer Awards 2017.